0: Sports Station, 104.3, the band presents Stokely and Zach.
1: coming in fast and furious oh, a hey. Hey. Uh, really lightning fast recap uh, on the day if you're just joining us and looking to get caught up Mike McGlinchey right tackle from the Niners former top 10 pick he signs a contract or will sign a contract with Denver for nearly 90 million dollars Orlando Franklin not only played the position he knows McGlinchey because he literally coached him with the San Francisco 49ers so if anyone at the station has intimate knowledge and can dish on McGlinchey, it is Orlando. Now, they also signed Ben Powers. They left guard for nearly $50 million bucks uh, from the Ravens, and they also signed backup quarterback Jarrett Stidham. We'll return to the conversation about the shakeup at the top of the draft because after we signed off the air on Friday, things got nuts with the number one yeah. overall pick, and it indirectly involves uh, a player that a lot of people around here believe should be a Denver Bronco. So we'll circle back to that question here uh, in just a couple minutes. But in the meantime, the big O, Orlando Franklin, uh, one-third of the players' club. Orlando, right tackle of the decade. Since you walked out the door for the Broncos, no other position has been played by more human beings here in Denver than uh, the right tackle position. And size 16 are big shoes to fill, boss. <laughs> so, so... But you also coached Mike McGlinchey with the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but we paraphrased earlier in the show. As we remembered it, you are not very high
2: on the former ninth overall pick out of Notre Dame. What do you make of the news here? He got a whole lot of money. Um, it was exactly what I thought was going to happen in free agency for the Broncos, that you were going to get there and had to overpay for guys. You were going to be able to attract guys. Um, Mike McGlinchey was one of the Better right tackles out there on the market. Uh, Kyle and that staff did a heck of a job of understanding his flaws, his shortcomings, and, and putting him in situations to succeed. He goes from one of the best offensive line coaches in Chris Forster now to Zach Streif. That, that's a young buck, a, a guy that's coming in. He's trying to figure it out. I think there will be some static in in that relationship, the day to day of it um, with any offensive line coach. Stoke, you played in the league. You walk in, that wide receiver says, I don't care who coached you, what they taught you, you better forget it. You got to do it my way. I think there's going to be a little bit of friction, a little bit of pushback on that. And let's just be honest. I came on these airways, and I have tell people all the time, good offensive linemen, good offensive linemen tend to not hit free agency. They keep those guys. There's a reason why the San Francisco 49ers said, hey, you know what? We, we could get by with somebody else. We're going to allow Mike McGlinchey to test free agency. Now, I'm rooting for the kid. I I am rooting for him. But I still think that there's ways to go, still even with these two big free agent signings with with the offensive line for the Broncos today.
3: Now, Orlando, because you were with Mike McGlinchey for a year coaching over there in San Francisco. Give us some of his what what are his strengths, what are his weaknesses like, what are some things that we should look for and say, you know, this is what he does great and this is
2: what he needs to improve on. Good question. I'll tell you this, Uh, I, I don't think that there's more in an impressive looking human being that you'll ever see at the position you know, big strapping human being, six, seven, you know, bench press the world, squat the world, uh, unbelievable flexibility with his hips. Um, wish that I was even half as flexible as him, but tends to play too high at times. And when you play high, it doesn't matter how much you bench press. It doesn't matter how much you back squat. You will get taken advantage. So because of his big body frame, he he will get up there and he'll play a little bit higher and people will get up underneath him and expose him a little bit. So when you look at that, you could always be a liability in pass blocking because of that. Right. There was no secret with Sean Payton. Just go back and look at everything that he's done as far as his offensive line. Those two guards and that center, they got to be war daddies because they want. he wants the quarterback to climb the pocket. Those guys can't allow any ground. They can't give anything. Tackles just run them up the field. So hopefully Mike now gets that and and is able to run guys up the field and the interior, which is the most important part of this offensive line, takes care of what they have to take care of.
3: Now, how much, because I mentioned it earlier to Zach that, you know, 49ers let, you know, Mike McGlinchey hit free agency. Usually, like you said, it's for a reason – uh, but how much uh, did do you believe that Kyle Shanahan's offense and the things that they did in that offense, with the run game and the play action pass and the keeper game and and you know um, all the misdirection stuff with with their fullback tight end going in motion, all these things, how much did that help Mike McGlinchey and
2: to do his job? Yeah, so there's five offensive linemen, right? So he's one fifth out there. I, th- I think that helped him the most. The misdirection, the, the you know, two guys going back and, and, you know, they're cutting the outside leg of the defensive end, the full flow stuff um, That's everybody's going to all the way to the right. They're trying to get it outside. And it, it plays well into his skill set because he's very flexible. He's very limber. Right. So he's able to reach that wide nine technique. Um, when you ask him to play a power game like what I was at, at when I played football, he will struggle playing that game. That, what, that's, what do
3: you expect? Sorry to cut you off, though? what do you expect to see from Sean Payton in this uh, offense?
2: I think it's going to be a lot more power okay. with a sprinkle in. I think they're going to run what we ran here with Payton, when Payton was here before Kubiak got here. So a lot more power, a lot more move guys vertical off the line of scrimmage, and you'll sprinkle in your your mid-zone and your to your wide zone stuff, uh, game plan specific. So with that being said, I, I think Mike McGlinsey struggles. Um, now, you know, the good thing about him, he's a young player. Like I said, he has everything that – that everything is there. It, it's just yet to put it together every single day. How
1: important is coaching going to be for Mike McGlinchey? Because I'm kind of hung up on something you said at the start. Like, yeah, he is a 28-year-old. He said he's got room to grow, but the guy that's now coaching him has never done the job before. Could that be problematic in his arc of, of growing into that role?
2: Absolutely. Um, I, I've had it, it happen in my career where, you know, Dave Magazu I thought was a heck of a coach better than Joe D'Alessandro when I got to the Chargers. So when he tried to change everything about me, I was like, well, I've had so much success doing it this one way uh, where ultimately I just started freestyling and Uncle Mike was praising me, saying, great job. You look like your old self. Well, I'm looking like my old self because I'm forgetting what this offensive line coach is telling me. So I think there's going to be friction with that no matter what because there's three guys at the top. They're on the Mount Rushmore offensive line coaches. That is Bill Callahan. He's out there with Cincinnati right now, or he's out there with Cleveland right now. Um, That's Mike Munchak, the guy that we had here a couple years ago. Don't know what he's doing, but that's also Chris Forster, the godfather of this wide zone thing that's out there in San Francisco that Mike McGlinchey's coming from. And I just with any player, players, when you get that money as well, you, you have a big attitude. You have a, a big-time personality. That's a football locker room. So I think he will have some questions for Zach, and, and Zach's going to have to show him kind of, hey, this is kind of why we do things for to get him to buy in. So And it's going to
3: be, I mean, you're expecting it to be a different offense altogether for Mike McGlinchey and – And what he, from what he's used to doing to now, what he's going to be doing from that wide zone, like the Mike Shanahan wide stretch zone, maybe keeper game to more of a straight downhill. Power type of game, and that could be a little bit of an issue for
2: McGlinchey. Yeah, that could be a little bit of an issue, but also there there are a bunch of neg- uh, positives when it, when it comes to Mike. Mike's one of the quickest Twitch guys that I've ever seen out there. Sure, right? So he's going to understand his assignment. He's going to be that player coach out there for you as well. You know what I'm banking on is the fact that Zach Sharif. He was never the big strapping guy. He wasn't the most physical. was the new line coach. Yeah, he yep. wasn't the most talented guy. But yet, this guy's played a lot of football. And when I was out there in New Orleans... He grabbed me right away and started teaching me the offense, and he was able to relate it to me in a, the exact way that I needed. So he understands exactly what he has in each and every player. Now it's time to give these players the right tools to put in their toolbox, and it's up, up to the player ultimately to pull those tools out and at the right time. So do I think Mike could do that? Absolutely. And if he does that, can he be here for five years? Can he be one of the guys that helped turn this thing around? absolutely, but I just believe that it it has to be the right set of circumstances and it has to be the right situation. Now, I'm I'm rooting for both of these guys because I know both of them personally. And I love the Denver Broncos. I live here in Colorado. It took a chance on me, but at the same time, that was a whole lot of money to just backed up to Mike McGlinchey, and I'm hoping that it goes in the right direction. Orlando, right. Franklin,
1: great stuff. Thanks, O. All. All right, Appreciate there you. Uh, good, the, good breakdown. Yeah, great really breakdown. Really good breakdown. All right, uh, we're going to take a timeout. We have more breaking news in the NFL. We'll catch you up next.
0: Listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver
1: Sports Station 1043 The Fan. The NFL tampering period has begun this morning. It began uh, at 10 o'clock here uh, locally, noon Eastern. And uh, we have a lot of news today. Mike McGlinchey is the new right tackle here in Denver, signing a near $90 million contract with the Broncos, former top 10 pick out of Notre Dame. Uh, ben Powers signed a nearly $50 million deal, uh, the former left guard from the Baltimore Ravens. He is going to replace Dalton Reisner on the offensive line. The Broncos went out and got Jared Stidham to play backup quarterback on a two year $10 million contract. That's got $5 million guaranteed. Probably more like a one year deal when you take a closer look at it. We'll see the finances here probably in the next twenty-four hours or so. So those are the three big moves. Uh around the NFL. Trey Wingo of ESPN is reporting. Now this is being refuted a little bit by Ian Rappaport here oh, in the last 10 uh-oh. minutes, saying that uh-oh. nothing's done. Trey Wingo went on Twitter and said he's hearing Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. That deal's done, according to Trey Wingo. The signs were pointing in that direction, right? But it, it sounds like a um, little bit of a little bit of conflicting news wouldn't shock me at all, though. If Trey Wingo, Trey Wingo's on the right side of this one, and um, we that it eventually happens, gets announced like in an hour. Yeah,
3: yeah. It just seems like this is the way it's going. Jets have been, you know, clearing up cap space and. Uh, their owner has already said you know, months ago that they want to sign a big name and he will spend money, whatever it takes. So they're kind of in desperation mode for this to happen. Green Bay wants it to happen. They're, right. done they're done with it. They're done. They're done. I mean, their president came out and said, you know, it's best if we just move on. Right. Like, I mean, they're saying it out in public that now something? that they want him gone. The only thing holding this thing up is Aaron Rodgers.
1: Who says he doesn't want to hold anything up. Right. That's going to be yeah, yeah. real, real, real short. Sure. You'll know soon.
3: But he's holding it up, like just just like Brett did. Yes. So either you want to do it or you don't want to do it. You spent three, four days in darkness. You still don't have an answer. I mean, that's why you (laughs) went to the dark place, right?
1: Seriously. I know. Right? It's so funny when you say it because that's actually
3: what he did. That's all you did. So you were going there to get clarity on your move. Yeah. And you still don't have clarity?
1: Go figure. He's one cleanse away. Go,
3: yeah. Yeah. From true clarity. Yeah, exactly. Go figure, though. It just, like, continues with him um, every single year and so it shouldn't be that hard you knew you had this decision coming
1: up and you've already talked to Green I mean to the Jets you you, you should know you know you know I just think it's hysterical that history is repeating itself in such a bizarre way that Brett Favre took years and dragged his feet uh, d- does he want to play for the Packers? Does he not? He's earned the right to make this decision. It goes like he's going to oh, retire. going to retire. That's what he did, right? He retired. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, I want to come back. Right. And the Packers are like, wait, what? No. And that happened for three off seasons in a row. This is three off seasons in a row for Aaron. He is now going to go to potentially the same destination as as Brett Favre did. I forget who was coaching the Jets at that time. Was it Herm? still maybe? I forget. It wasn't Rex quite yet, I don't think. We played
3: him one year here in 08, I believe, um, when Brett was the quarterback. I don't remember who the head coach
1: was, though. I forget. Um, it was a Mangini. Oh, the man genius. The man genius. You know who does not like Eric Mangini on this station? Yes. Oh, oh.
3: oh I do. Um, uh, who were you
1: thinking of before I said this the Joel. Oh, Joel. I, I, um,
3: are you talking about Nate? Nate. Nate doesn't like him either. No. Maybe I was thinking of Nate and just threw
1: Joel in there. Shout out Joel Driesen. Joel anyway. probably hates him too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll put him <laughs> in there. Joel hates him. Uh, Can't stand him. What's up, Joel? Um, But Nate wrote about Eric Mangini in his book. Oh, he did? Uh, and just how. I must have not got to that chapter yet. The, the, the lack of profession. Yeah, there's still. Uh, that's got to come out in audio tape for you. Right. Does it's Nate a... have the. Yeah, I need the audio book. Hey, now. Listen on 1.3. Right. It's like you're knocking out three books a week. There you go. Now, they're one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, but you're knocking them knocking out regardless. Out. That's right. <laughs> um, um, how about this? How about this story? Austin Eckler is requesting permission to speak with other teams about a potential trade after preliminary talks with the Chargers aimed at a contract extension failed to progress. That that directly affects the Broncos. Obviously, yeah. you know uh, here moving forward,
3: it does. Uh, certainly, it does. Um... We'll see. Uh he was on the last year of his contract. Correct. And supposed to make a little bit over 6 million bucks. Yep, is scheduled to earn
1: 6.25.
3: I like this move by him. You know, it's not guaranteed and last year of your deal like force their hand here. Like what do you want what do y'all want to do here guys? Like either, you know, give me an extension or, you know, trade me somewhere where I can get a nice contract. I mean he's not getting any younger. He's taking a lot of hits. Yes, he still has, man. obviously, awesome running back in the running game and the passing game. Didn't miss and, a game this past season. You uh, you want to keep that guy if you're the Chargers around Justin Herbert certainly. So uh, I would expect them to find a way to keep him and reward him and work out an extension there for Austin Eckler and, and and pay him what he what what he deserves. He's been great there, and you know he's from from here in Colorado. Hopefully yeah, Western that wor- works out well for him, and 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 they do that. If not, hopefully they trade him and he can. You know, make a uh, have a get a good contract from another team. Got but it.
1: I like this move. This is a good move by him. Yeah, it m- makes sense the way that you laid it out there. Um, does take a lot of hits. Very Christian McCaffrey esque the way that he's used. I mean, in the, both the passing uh, and and uh, running game. Over 200 rushing attempts in each of the last two seasons. Uh, he has scored 25 rushing touchdowns in just the last two years. Uh, add another. Uh, 13 receiving touchdowns in the last two years. How many is that, real quick? 25 yep. plus 13, yep. that's 25, 35, yep. 38. Okay. 38, that's a lot. Yeah.
3: In the last two years. You did that quicker than I thought you would. Goodness. And you got it right the first time. How old do you
1: think Austin Eckler is?
3: Austin Eckler, uh, 28.
1: Close, he's 27.
3: Okay. In my head, He
1: was a little bit older, like 29, but so... Still kind of relatively young, came on the scene 2017, so he he was real young coming on the scene. Um, So that's some of the big news here. Aaron Rodgers being reported but then refuted to the New York Jets. We'll see how that crystallizes here over the next few hours. I'm expecting it to.
3: Yes, yes, it's time. Everybody wants it to happen. It's just thinking Aaron. Aaron being Aaron. Yeah, Aaron being Aaron. Um, Okay, what do you think about that real quick, though, if it does happen and he does go to the Jets? It's another heavyweight quarterback in the AFC now. What What do you make of that? That That team will win ten games.
2: Yeah, that will be on the play. Yeah, I mean, they were their close defense this year.
1: is so good that the the position is holding that organization back. Robert Sala doesn't win this year; he's probably gone. It's just the years stack up quick. You don't have success. You're in New York with an impatient owner uh, in Woody Johnson. So we'll see how it ages. Um, but uh, again, expecting to hear that news in a more formal way other than a a, a Trey Wingo tweet here in the next couple hours. Okay, been wanting to ask you this question here this afternoon. Does a massive shakeup at the very top of the NFL draft validate an idea of what the Broncos should have done just a couple of years ago? Hang tight. That's next. The Broncos are beefing up the offensive line.
0: Former 49ers right tackle Mike McGlinchey and former Ravens guard Ben Powers
3: are headed to Denver to protect Russell Wilson. Have the Patents now done enough to bolster their O-line? Denver Sports.
0: Home of Denver Sports Station. 104.3 The Fan.
3: Guys. For those of you with a full head of hair, congratulations. Studies show that one of the most attractive physical features is a full head of hair. Want to know the least attractive and most aging? Well, it's hair loss. No amount of car, house, or success can make up for that thinning or balding, as it leaves the greatest lasting physical impression. And it doesn't have to be that way. Advanced Hair has a quick, one-day solution to your hair loss, and it can help you look 10 to 20 years younger. No more expensive pills or special shampoos. Nope, just your very own natural hair, and it's guaranteed to grow. And with Advanced Hair... In most cases your new hair grows for life. Advanced Hair has improved tens of thousands of lives including top radio personalities across the country and did I mention your own natural hair begins to regrow the very next day. Give them a call 720 720- 459 Hair for your free consultation. And if you qualify, you'll get $250 off and 250 free hair grafts. Call them 720 459 Hair or find them online at advancedhair.com. That's advancedhair.com. It's Stokely and Zach on
0: Denver's Sports Station 1043. The Fan.
1: So after we got off the air on Friday, Jose, hallelujah, Ricky. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) different song, but same, same, same. Oh, is it? Oh, this is uh, my floor, 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 floor. hustle. This is this is hustle. Yeah, white on white. This is probably like 20 years old or close to it now, which is crazy. Yeah, that white down, white down. yeah, 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 yeah. We need some, we need some new Ricky Ross. Love it. Um, Okay, I think it was Friday that big trade went down at the top of the draft. Was it Friday or Saturday?
3: I think it was Friday because I remember when we got off and then all of a sudden it broke that day. So I believe it was uh, Friday, yes, because we had just missed it by like an hour maybe, maybe less
1: than that. That sounds right. So the Chicago Bears are trading the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft. Trading out from the number one pick doesn't happen a whole heck of a lot. Um, And certainly not here, um, not a lot in the last 20 years. But the Bears are trading the number one pick in next month's draft to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for four draft picks and wide receiver D.J. Moore. Right? It was Schefter with the news. The Bears will receive Carolina's ninth overall pick, so they're moving from one to nine. They're receiving a second-round pick, which is just a couple picks before the Broncos uh, at number 61. Denver picks at, I think, 67. They also get the first-round pick next year in the 2024 draft and a second-round pick in the 2025 draft. Let me just start with a preliminary question. Could the Bears have gotten more for trading out of the number one pick where a quarterback will go? I thought so. You know, just on when I saw the news. I, I, I was
3: like, oh, okay. I think uh, Carolina got a good deal. And then you look at everybody's reaction is like, oh, the Bears fleeced them. You know, all over the place from all different people. I mean, Drew, I think he might is, is he a Bears fan or something? Yeah, acting like it all of a sudden. Never knew that before. Now this trade happened. Why he's would like, you want to let anyone know that? Exactly. <laughs> now all of a sudden he's coming out of the closet like is this huge Bears fan? Okay, whatever. But he acted like it was a. Unbelievable deal for the Bears. I just just thought, like, okay, I I thought you would get more for the number one overall pick where you have a few quarterbacks that are at the top of the list that you would think teams would be fighting over to get to that spot and control the
1: draft. Right.
3: And all they really gave up were is, um, I don't even look at really the first round of this year. You, You still have a first rounder. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. So
1: Carolina, they're still picking one. And they just gave their ninth pick, right? So, so basically, so, like a move, move eight draft spots, and we'll take your uh, first next year. Yes, and two seconds. Yes, that's right. So you gave them two seconds and your first next year, right? And you moved up
3: eight spots to the number one pick in the draft. Well, you control the draft now. So it's like when people say, "Well, they gave up two first and two seconds." I'm like, "No, they really didn't give up two first. They're really giving up one first, two seconds, and DJ more to move up eight spots in the draft." Right. So I um. I, I Look, this thing could be a win-win. Do you need a quarterback in this league, Zach? Yep. We know that. That's pretty obvious, okay? And so Carolina's being aggressive to go find a young quarterback. Okay. So how much is too high to pay for a great quarterback? What, is, what's the price? There is no price. There is no price. So, you know what? Chicago could get some good players, but if Carolina gets their quarterback, they they, they they won this deal It'll by a, a landslide. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're a right. steal. You're right. So um, so I, that's, that's the way I look at it. I look at it as like Carolina made a good deal. They made a good deal. They gave up a one and two twos and, and DJ Moore to try to get their quarterback of the future on a rookie deal. And they get to pick whoever they want. So I was um, like, oh, my gosh, the quarterback position is pretty important. They need a quarterback. And that's all they gave up. I mean, if anyone knows that, we look what we gave
1: up. Right. Right, right. So, let me ask you: The Bears are giving up the number one overall pick, in which it's probably going to be. It's going to be Wait, a Just real quick, what were your thoughts on it? Are you do you agree with me? Disagree? A wholeheartedly. Okay. I'm surprised there wasn't more competition to get up there that would drive that market up from a team like Atlanta. Yeah. In division with care, like Indy, or, or Indianapolis. So you're just, like, watching this, like, this this is a really fair deal. I mean, if especially if you're a Panthers fan, you probably feel great. I think I would. But the Bears are signaling that they like their quarterback. They could take any quarterback in this draft. They, no, they don't like Justin Fields. They love Justin Fields. You never plan on picking number one in the draft ever again. And they're moving forward with Fields. Is there some level... And this is armchair quarterback, sports talk radio. I got it. But in some way, shape, or form, does this validate that the Broncos should have drafted Justin Fields as the the Bears, who know him better than anyone else, have decided to trade the opportunity to seamlessly move on from him? It could have been the most seamless transition ever. And they're saying, no, we're moving forward with this guy after we've watched him and know him better than anybody else. Certainly makes
3: you think so. And right now, here today, now we'll see. He's only played in two years, yep. right? And he's only second year. Yep. Um, and we'll see how it ages over the next couple of years. And they'll give him more help this year. But right now, yes, absolutely. I mean, could you imagine if we took Justin Fields right now? The situation we would be, be in, you know, uh, with Sean Payton as your coach with Justin Fields and. Uh, on a rookie contract, rookie deal, mm-hmm. Um, you know, having all your picks and all those things. Now we're doing, you know, fantasy football land here, like you said. But I think um absolutely, how could you not look at that situation right now? And after we saw Justin Fields in year two, not after we saw Justin Fields in year one, I would have said, oh, I'm glad we didn't take it. But now after year two and his trajectory and what he was able to do and how he looked, and if you're projecting, you would say, yeah, that should have been the pick. Like how like that would have been a home run pick at nine. You're looking for a quarterback, you need a quarterback. And um Chicago's telling you they think they got one after two years. Right. You know, giving up that opportunity to select a young one and whatever one they wanted. So yeah, I mean that's obviously Pat Sertan's been great. You're talking about a quarterback uh, that the Bears field is going to be around for the next decade,
1: and and he might be among the least supported young quarterbacks I can remember in recent memory. Good point. No number one wide receiver. No, um, you know, elite running game. They uh, they had. I mean, you're talking about reloading Stoke. They're going to have all those picks. They now have a. Number one, I'm putting it in quotes, DJ Moore receiver. Is he one of the 10 best? No. Is he probably one of the 20 best? Yeah. Right. Good player. Good player. So he has a bona fide target. Um, you have over $100 million in cap space to work with. Number one in the league. All these I think picks. it's like 75 now. Oh, they okay. they took on DJ Moore's contract. Okay. okay. So just to throw that in there. Yep, but I like it. they're still number one. Is that he right?
3: even taken on his, wow. like, his cap hit after the trade. So, yeah, they're still number one in the
1: NFL. But you're absolutely right. And, and what's disturbing... For me and and I know I'm triggering myself as I say it, that young football player in that horrible, horrible situation that yielded the Bears a number one overall pick, that guy threw more touchdowns than Russell Wilson this past year. That is so deeply disturbing to me. It's so hard to reconcile and just move on without hey no, it's all on it. And that is so bothersome and I, I it's 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 um like I said it's just Tough to reconcile.
3: Yeah, look, I think the one thing with Justin Fields, I mean, he was so dynamic this year running the football that's with brilliant. his legs. And he's a big physical guy. Yep. He's tough. He's a competitor. Seems like he works really hard. Uh, the, he, he's got to improve his, his in-the-pocket throwing of the football. Yep. Um, but you, you, you do concern yourself with injuries. Even though he is that big, bruising quarterback that can take some pounding, It's that, that that's what worries you. Is how they use him and how he you know sees the game and how he plays the game. Right. Is his health because I mean he he ran the football like
1: a you know one of the best running backs in the game last year. One hundred and sixty attempts, one thousand one hundred and forty three huh. yards on the ground, sixty one yards away from the all time single season record. He would have broke it if they didn't just sit him the final game. Yeah. So just
3: just remarkable uh, what he was able to do. Uh, got to get him more help, obviously, in the passing game. More receivers, which I'm sure they are are, are going to do. Uh, so it's going to be fun to kind of watch and see if he can develop the passing game. Part right.
1: Because he's got everything else um, checked. He does. All right. Um, next month's draft is going to be really interesting. Yeah. I mean, really interesting for, from a multitude. of uh, Bummer that we we're waiting until the third I know. round. Would have the fifth overall pick if you weren't sending it to the Seahawks.
3: So, you could have the fifth overall pick and Justin Fields. and Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those deals. But the Broncos won more games, though,
1: last year if they had Justin Fields. Would Nathaniel Hackett still be here if they had Justin Fields? I think any other quarterback other than Russell Wilson in that big trade, Hackett's still here because of the expectation to win. What do you think?
3: I, you nailed it. You just nailed it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They're not going to fire him uh, that quickly. No. Right? No. The expectations would have been like, whatever. Really, right. let's keep developing Justin Fields. Right. And if he's a playmaker like he is in Chicago, then you're going to keep him around. Hack it. Right. So, yeah. No, you you
1: you were you all over. All right. Uh, we are in the midst of the NFL free agent period truly getting off the ground. We have new big money deals in Denver. What do we make of the three signings? We'll slap a early, way too early grade on them. Coming up next.
0: Down home, country, it's a hot little number. In- Teddy's sweet money done jacked it up. She's a party all night. Janice Carolina. Any guesses on this? No. She's a raging, caging. Lunatic from Brunswick to Georgia Beach with us. All right. Any guesses on who this is?
1: What are your uncles? I don't know. <laughs> it
3: sounds a little bit like
1: uh,
3: <laughs> Big and Rich. <laughs> big and Rich.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, hell no. Uh, Jason Aldean. <laughs> okay, I like Idris You're oh, oh, insulting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my this god! This may
3: my favorite part of the day. Trying to guess these <laughs> country artists that Chicken
1: Finger plays. Last you do a good job, Chicken Finger. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. A uh, last segment here on a Monday before we walk you up uh, into the drive. James Merrillat from DenverSports.com. Uh, lots to react to today, and. Man, we are going to try to hold off this I Nuggets don't know conversation. I I Zach. I mean, uh, we, we can do it right now, but we're going to reconvene yes. tomorrow okay. anyway. Right.
4: I loved what I heard out of you guys. I'll just put it that way. What okay. you guys were saying on the topic was spot on. You nailed
3: it. Ah, I know. Okay. We're not supposed
4: to go there. I was just throwing out. All right,
3: No, but thank you. We can't yeah. just
1: go there now. I mean... First of all, let's let's go let's, free agency. Let's get start. your thoughts on free agency. Okay, tampering period opens up today. If you're just joining us, Mike McGlinchey, the Broncos yeah. addressing right tackle in such a heavy-handed way. The former ninth overall pick, uh, overall pick from Notre Dame, inks a near 90 million dollar contract with 50 million guaranteed. Ben Powers, that's your new left guard, Oklahoma Sooner, former fourth round pick. He gets 50 million. Uh, and nearly 30 guaranteed, and then more of a footnote as opposed to those first two big money deals. Jarrett Stidham, backup quarterback here with the Broncos, two years, $10 million, five guaranteed, probably more structured like a one-year deal. We'll get the details on that here in the next 24 hours. Where do you want to start?
4: Well, I'm pleasantly surprised, first and foremost, because I had, you know while sitting in on, on this show a couple of times, talked to Mike Cliss and we talked to Troy Rankin. I was getting the sense, they didn't say this, but I was reading the tea leaves that the Broncos were going to be kind of cheap and free agency, and they've been anything but that. So I, I'm encouraged by that. I like the fact that they addressed right tackle. I don't think that's a spot you could, not having a first-round pick or a second-round pick, you're going to draft somebody that's going to start day one, so they kind of had to do that. Give the Broncos credit. They keep stepping up to the plate after strikeout, after strikeout, after strikeout, right? It's Manalek Watson, Donald Stevenson, Juwan James, lesser extent Billy Turner. Donald Stevenson. Donald Stevenson. Oh they, they keep going when it comes to, to the right th- tackle. The therapy worked.
1: Wow. I forgot about him. Uh, so
4: that move I like. I do not like the, the Ben Powers move. What? I think he's a fine player. I think you could get a guard in the third round. I think with 67 or 68, you could have got a guard that but, could have started But, but, but wait, wait,
3: wait, just real quick, real quick. I, I don't want to rain on your parade here, but, yeah, so you could. Of course you could. Yeah. But do you want to be in that situation where Reisner's gone, you have, you have a big void there, you didn't sign anybody in free agency, and now you're like, praying that a guard is there? What if a guard's not there? Like, that, how are you going to operate? I mean, we all know that you have got to upgrade this offensive line. I love the Ben Powers move. Like, guard is an important position, too. Yeah, like, uh, why mean, are you hating on
1: guards? Like, wow. Are you saying slayer is not important? Guards matter. Yes. It, unless and nowadays,
3: back then, they didn't.
1: Unless it's you know, Quentin Nelson.
4: In, I, I think it's <laughs> something it you could I think there. you could patch whole that all the together. I do. And it, to me, it's money I would have rather spent on Draymond Jones. Uh, that's sort of how I look at it. If you're, you're paying a, a left guard instead of paying uh, a pass rushing. How much did they pay? Him? Sorry
3: to cut you off. It was I'm like four saying, years, fifty two million. Yeah, it was I it going to be a lot more for Draymond.
4: Yeah, but it starts to add up. You could have had Draymond for him and Stidham. You add those two together, basically get you
3: Draymond no, Jones. No, would have been I a good move. I don't. I don't. I, I'm, I'm a okay with this. Like, we got to fix the offensive line, don't we, Jay? Don't you want yes. the best out of Russ? Yes. Do you want to go yes. in the draft yes. though and be like, oh, I? I not only do you have to hope maybe that a guard falls to you, but then you got to hope that third-round guard is ready to start in the NFL day one, James. Have, that's a hard I thing I to do, buddy. Even you have, even you have to be- admit that. Well, you have a better chance
4: of that than finding a replacement for Draymond Jones with that pick, though. Like, it, And it was the story I wrote today on denversports.com of the three guys I would have uh, gone and spent money on. One was Juwan Taylor to play right tackle. Okay, they went to McGlinchey instead. Fine. Six of one and one half the other. And by the way, he
1: ends up in Kansas City. Yeah. With move to the left side. 60 million guaranteed instead of 50 that McLinchy got, and they're moving him to the left tackle, right? Yeah. So, okay, fine, because that's
4: a spot you can't address when you don't have a pick until the third round. I would have re signed Draymond Jones. He would have been one of my priorities. And then I still think, and this is a move you can make down the road because I, I think it'll be a shorter deal. Bobby Wagner, they should have signed him a year ago. I would go make that move as free agency goes on. Um, there was some noise about that a year ago, wasn't there? Yeah. Wasn't there There was the Russ connection and okay, Ross, okay, you know, okay, all of that okay, stuff. Okay. But I- I've heard that it's the it's the Cowboys are in on him. He would, he played great for the Rams a year ago. Uh, that the 140
1: those, tackles. Yeah.
4: I mean, second-team All-Pro, those would be my three moves because I do think the other needs, to me it's running back and left guard, was a need I think you could have addressed at 67 and 68. So that was my game plan. But I don't have a problem with what the Broncos have done. They're spending money. Their offensive line is significantly better today, right now, than it was when we all woke up this morning. Agreed. Right. Hard not to be excited about that. I, I'm not saying they're, they're bad moves. It's just not what I would have done. But
3: Man, hey, I, I think it's just it. fix this offensive line. Now, I, I don't know if Ben Powers is going to be great here. I don't know if Mike McGlinchey is going to be great. I just like that that they, they are being aggressive and realizing yeah. that they have to address the offensive line and upgrade it. And they're trying. They're they're, they're really trying. What would you do next, James? Hey, oh, hey, hey real quick. No, I
1: just wanted to provide yeah. a little sliver of context when it comes to Ben, uh, ben, Powers. Uh, ben Powers. Ben Powers. I reached but. out to uh, one of my guys in Baltimore and uh, asked, hey, give me your just general thoughts on Ben Powers. He said last summer he was seen very much as a bubble guy in camp. Remarkable turnaround and improvement in such a short period of time. So... Again, oh, I don't really like hearing that. And neither at do at I. All. Neither do I. It like reminds me a little bit of Graham Glasgow, who we signed to a big money Ugh. guard deal, and we talked to people in Detroit. They're like, yeah, he was rotating last year. We're like, wait, what? Yeah. So Playing a little guard, playing a little center. Yeah. <laughs> so so Taking play, like, no, taking series he off. He was taking yeah. series off. He was legitimately rotating in that yes. good memory. So I just wanted to pass that along what the vibe was 365 days ago on Ben Powers. Take that for what it's worth. Right. I think uh, you can yeah. get that guy in the third round. You that, could. That's the way well, they I got gone. him
3: in the fourth round. So exactly. Right, right, right. But, I mean, so, you, but you can also swing and miss to where you can't where look around and like we have nobody at guard. We got to play one of those guys that played last year that weren't good. I don't remember all their names. Until Draymond
4: Jones is, is signed somewhere else, Zach, I'm not giving up hope that that can get done. Okay. If somebody wants to take Cortland Sutton and that contract off your hands, I would do that for. a Wait.
1: Darn near anything. Okay. We're we're going to talk about that tomorrow. I want to yeah. avoid that entirely because Cortland's in his feelings a little bit on Twitter, and it's just it's it going over like a fart in church with me here. Yeah. Um. But we'll, we'll we'll talk about that tomorrow. But so that's but to free up some money so you
4: could re-sign Draymond, that would be a great move. So I do think though you either re-sign Draymond or you got to figure out. Well, you've had Von Miller, Bradley Chubb, Malik Reed, Draymond Jones all walk out the door in the last two years. And who's come in to replace him? At some point, you got to fill that void. Who's going to get after the opposing quarterback? I don't know at this point. I like Baron Browning a lot. Randy Gregory, when he's healthy, is pretty good, but it's not very often. So they've, they've got some shortcomings on that side of the ball to address.
3: All right. We're going to see. Do you have a, besides, yeah, I know you said some of those, but do you have a position you like? I mean is it safety opposite of of Justin Simmons is it a uh, running back I know you said third round for running I, back is it a slot receiver like where do you want them to go uh, next in free agency I think middle I think
4: inside linebacker is okay. a position they have ignored for far too long and they keep trying to patch it. I don't know if you guys saw this, but the uh, Eagles made a move today, and it's officially N'Kobe Dean time in Philly. He's now their starting tight oh, yes. He's Still on oh, oh, Dean. Oh, so, he just Could have had him. <laughs> he didn't
3: play last <laughs> year. Yeah, but he's he going to play. But Jay's wanted to oh, trade Devontae he, Williams. He's going to
4: play this year oh. and, for the defending NFC oh. champs. You could have had him. You could have had him. Okay. He was only the best defensive player on the best team in college football. But hey,
1: you know he's got a bad pack, so don't don't make that. Well, pick. every team agreed on that, right? Um, James. So yeah, he had 13 tackles this year. You uh, uh, you just wait, you uh, just wait. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I've been meaning to ask you this: Do, Are you thankful? KKFN that,
3: and KKFN HD One, low Denver. Wait for that. Well played, in y'all's
1: grill. Uh, uh, are Are you ready to put the two? It's 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 lawlessness. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. Um, at the trade deadline. You said the Broncos should trade a second-round pick for Chase Claypool. Are you happy that they didn't? Thrilled. Oh, James, he's thrilled. They need Adam. skill position
4: guys. They need playmakers. They need guys that they, they can't continue to go out there with Kendall Hinton, uh, Brandon Johnson, and Freddie Swain. So no, no, I think we all understand know, at time, that. Though, at the time, they had banged up Tim Patrick, banged up Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy wasn't playing very well. He finished strong. So. You know, right now, would I make that move? No, but for what the Broncos needed at the time at the trade deadline when they were three and five and just had won in still London and had a still, chance, to, still not happen yeah, out, had a chance one. to compete. That was a get good no move by George. <laughs> yes, I just you Probably out you went, made, no I move. wouldn't
1: have brought it up, but you went to Kobe <laughs> Dean on us, <laughs> so I'm like, since so we're so here, Zach's <laughs> digging into the bag <laughs> yeah, to find your James. You are really
4: good at remembering,
1: like my rare miss. You're rare. Your rare misses. I got a file on you, James. We'll we'll catch up. Up, uh, tomorrow, and we're really, really looking forward to that Nuggets yeah. conversation because... Can't wait. Whoa. Yep. Whoa. I
3: was wondering why you were smiling all morning. It's like, Jesus, is like, in such a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's doing victory laughs. He's like yeah. running around, jogging around, oh, giving high fives. Like God. Oh, the yeah. Michael Malone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can't wait for that. It'll all right, thanks, fun. James. See you guys. Uh,
1: there goes James Merrillat from denversports.com uh, and and from one author to another uh, oh. on denversports.com. Oh, Mac enters is, the fold. What is author authored? author authoring a lot these days. Yeah. He's pumping out, you know, more articles than Mark Kisla who oh, uh, oh, by the way I saw at the Denver Coliseum. Shout out all the all the kids competing this past weekend and last weekend in the grade eight. Uh, you know, girls, boys. I took my four year old down there, watched uh, Denver East win the state title. Yeah, a good time? Dude, it was so fun. The energy was so. I was not expecting that place to be 90% filled.
3: There you go.
1: There's wow. Ra- awesome. Rare energy, like a high school sporting event, because it's so personal to everyone who's sitting there. They either sure. went to the school, go to the school, or related to kids, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Yeah. And it was just an absolute blast. Time of your life. And um, yeah, so shout out to everyone competing this past weekend. What's
0: up, D? Hopefully they put that at Ball Arena someday. That's my only little quirk there. But you know, wrestling's at Ball Arena. I've never been a, to uh, where hockey, hockey, where's the hockey? It? Hockey plays Ball Arena.
3: I don't think I've ever been there. Is it more a little bit more compact? A little bit? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. smaller.
1: I'd say maybe it fits like I don't know six or seven or something. I'll pull it up here. In a right. It does probably does, matter. Matter. does better though.
3: It, like it, for it, an event, it, like like you don't want Colorado, Colorado State at. Um, whatever the stadium's called now, Empower? Yeah, Empower. empower. You know, I mean, because it looks half empty. Right. Like, even when you have the state championship games there in high school, yeah. it's like no one's, it looks like no one's there. It's, it's too empty. So I'd rather in a smaller venue pack it, great
0: environment. Then and I would open. say move it up to, to, to Boulder then.
3: Then what's wrong with it? Where's that? Why don't you like
0: that? Move. Eh, you know, you it's not, not even worth getting into. But you know, good for those kids and stuff. It, I think the venue is it, it, it substandard 10, for a fits, state
1: championship. It fits really. T- it fits yeah. ten thousand. My I, opinion.
0: I, I kind Zach of loved it. I, I, that's cool. exactly substandard. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> not, no, 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 and i've heard from some coaches too about the shooting lines in the background and all sorts of other
1: yeah but that weird happens when stuff. you step up into like a stadium atmosphere the depth perception i my last game but was in like one like that and it's just i love it i i mind. it was awesome i like the vintage nature to it to be totally right. honest with like Hoosier. Right. Yeah, right. yeah a little bit yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: that's a good
1: comparison
3: um what do you make of the moves, Darren? so well, far free agent moves. I mean,
0: I am excited. I am just tickled um, pink about Jarrett Stidham. I can't even tell oh, you. Oh gosh! I mean, that is hysterical. I I, I hate it. I give <laughs> it a two she, out of ten. Of course you hate it because it's a it's a hateable move. What about
3: the, what about the two big names? Like, I would defer to
1: of our
0: guy Derek Wolf, who, who's
3: probably cover.
1: teammates with one of them. Cover I'm going to guess Cover Boy. Look at this. Look at that.
3: Look at this on the cover of <laughs> Eastman's. Probably Eastman's. That's what I said. uh yeah, Bull that's honey close enough.
1: That's a big cat there. And they say, "I learned that is a big Tom. Big Tom. It's a big Tom. Love it. Uh,
3: I don't know. I mean, I, I like the fact that they addressed it. Now we'll see if these guys are any good or not. Uh, well, ask Derek about McGlinchey. And, I, and I'm waiting for I mean, him to get logged on here. D What do you I make of him?
5: Very excited. You are very. Yes. Okay. That makes very me excited. feel better. I, okay. I was teammates with Ben for two years. That's right. right. I right, forgot right. about that. And so when Ben was like, I don't know, second year, I think, or something, like he was just starting to get to play, it was my first year there. And Harbaugh was like, hey, why don't you, like, test him out a little bit? And I know what that means. Like, see if he'll fight. Yeah. Time <laughs> right. to fight. See if he'll <laughs> fight <it>. back. <laughs> Love it. See if he's soft or not. Like, right. Is he a Raven? You know how it is in yeah. Baltimore. Is he a Raven, right? Because <laughs> that's the one thing that they knew I was. I was a, I was a Raven. I was going to fight, and I was going to play no matter what. So, I go out there and he was doing a good job, you know, about a block. He was blocking me as far as like the pass rush goes. And I beat him in one. He kind of pushed me in the back. So I was like, I like grabbed him by the face mask and was, and I was, and he was seeing if he would fight back. And he did fought right back. So we got after it for a little bit. And then I just started laughing and he's like, what is going on? What's wrong with you? You know, <laughs> that's crazy. So I go in the locker room. I went up to him. I was like, hey, man. I was like, I just wanted to see if you would fight back. I'm proud of you. Like, keep, keep grinding. Like, right. And we were boys ever since. Oh, there oh, you oh, go. There you go. But what as, type of as, guard as, is he? Yeah.
3: As an overall player, like, I mean, did he improve
5: he, over those couple yes. years? Yeah, he kept getting better and better and better. Like, he's he's a great player, and he's a great person, and he's a dog. He's, he's, he's an offensive lineman that's, like, got that dog in him. You better, know? Than, better than Dalton? Yeah. Yeah, he's okay. probably a better player. Why, why better than Dalton? I just, I'm not going to say a better, like, he is a better, like, he was, I could like, Dalton wasn't difficult for me to get by, like, but I had to, like, really bring it out, like, I had to bring it with him. Okay. You know, and I, yeah, you had to bring him with Dalton, too, but I'm saying, like, he was just a little bit better. Okay. All right. Well, he's a lot better financially. I mean. Well, he's making a 15 first year, you know, after uh, signing bonus
0: and everything. Yeah, and it averages out around 12. For four, it's something like that. Well, something I mean, like that.
5: But that's, that's a lot. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And then um, I practiced against McClitchie a, a bunch. A bunch. Every time. Because we practiced against him all the time. And me and, and Vaughn and I played on that side of the ball. So we went against him a bunch. And um, the only knock that I have on him is he's just a little light. Like, right. He's a little bit like, and I'm going to say like, not like weight white. He, or, or weight light. He's just like, when you put your hands on him, he's a he doesn't like, he's not st- as I mean, stout it's like as you'd tall like.
3: and little. I mean, like yeah, he's tall and long. He have, he's athletic,
5: right? He can run, like he can move. He's great at, at cutting people off and and stuff like that. But it's like he's not going to just road grade you. He's yeah, not he's going to beat you with technique. Yeah, gotcha. Okay. Better run or pass? Uh probably better pass blocker. Pass blocker. I would okay. say better pass blocker uh, struggles against the power. Like that's really like.
1: Power rushes. Yeah, Orlando came in here and talked about how he can just—he's so tall. I mean, he's—he's he's nearly six foot eight. He's six seven, oh, he's a big seven eight. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big dude. So for all intents and purposes, he's six foot eight, and he just said he can um, stand up a little bit and and get beat. And kind of gave us. Oh, Orlando breakdown. would really know him, huh? I mean, yeah, he coached he, he him coached for a yeah. year. I mean, he was—he was choosing his words, you know, very carefully, Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. saying that hey, you know, there could be. um He's saying sometimes, um, you know, taking the coaching, he's co- he was coached by one of the best out there in San Francisco, and Chris Forster, uh, one of the best O-line coaches, and said, you know, sometimes doesn't take quite to the coaching. And here there's a first-time head coach uh, at that position, uh, Zach Strife. So yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. coming just he, offensive line, offensive coach. line coach. He's been
3: assistant there in New Orleans. OK, right? yeah. for yeah, I think a yeah. year or two. Yeah, a couple um, years, I believe. But because he was with Sean
1: Payton. He down was with there. Sean Payton for a year. OK. Um, And uh, coached there he, this past year. But so he was kind of like questioning, OK, how's this going to work? Um, Was complimentary, but very um
5: reserved on going all in. And hey, this is a slam dunk. But he the is, one thing I do like about Mike is that he plays hard. Love huh? it. He plays every snap hard. He doesn't take plays off. He'll play through injuries. He'll he'll play when he's banged up. He's mentally tough. Yep, I think like he, t- he holds himself to a high standard because he like he doesn't get beaten just like whoa, you know, you know, pound his head. He's like, all right, come on, let's do it again. You know, he wants to go again.
3: The uh, other thing that Orlando said was it's going to be a different system for him. Yeah, like I, I, I you know he knows better than me. And you do too. Like Sean Payton's more of a power guy. Yeah, uh, offensively, and you know he's coming from the system of more of the zone, the the you know. That we've seen, right? And so it's going to be a different system now, where where it's more power, more downhill. You're not just yeah, cutting but you're off just, side In, to in side. those power,
5: the, in those power runs, like if he's backside on that, you know what I mean? If he, because think about it, they're going to Ben Powers playing left guard, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Him, him and Bulls, that's where they're going to be trying to run those that, those powers to. Um, <laughs> but but Mike on the backside, he's just going to be cutting people off over the, back there, right? And then whenever it comes to a power run with him, he's going to be double teaming with the guard. So it's going to be him and the guard climbing. And he's going to—he's great at getting to the second level. Because he's, so he's so uh, athletic. Because okay. he's so athletic. All right. It right.
3: right. makes, makes me feel better.
5: Heads up. No, you should feel great. At, like, okay. seriously, these are two great pickups. Great pickups. I, it, I love it, like, man. I love hearing that. And yeah.
0: now Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham. So Cliss puts it out there. Hey, they're not picking up r- rips, uh, tender, whatever. Because 265, you know, we don't need to do that. They can go much cheaper. They double what they were going to pay rip. They maybe uh, quadruple what they could have if they had, you know, Teddy Bridgewater or something. They're spending way bigger money on Jared Stidham than they would need to in just a flat-out plain backup role. And this is only going to be his fourth year. This is a fun
5: message. It's Russ's job. What Notice, was the deal? Well, How much was it? Two, two years, 10. two years, ten five guaranteed. Oh, oh, Man, Dude, talk about being a what a great what, position. Right. Early, <laughs> really
0: it's a one year, yeah, five million dollar deal. Here's what's interesting too. Well, that could be. Yeah, you're, you're right because yeah, the first year guaranteed. guaranteed. They just That's guaranteed it, the first right. year, so
3: it's a one year deal. But or.
0: you could have guaranteed a one year one point two million for. I mean, but but you loads still was the backup well, guys. Well,
3: no, I I think um, you look at like a guy like Mike White. Signed with yeah, the Dolphins, that two is years, sixteen, eighteen million. I like am it, blown you, away by you that.
0: You want you want something uh, a guy that's competent behind oh, his daughter. What? What's more than competent? It's somebody that you really believe in. That you 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 think you could believe. Wait, well, yeah, you going? I think you are. I,
3: I know where you are going with this. That's why you're coming here with Stidham. You you think that they're bringing him in here to compete or to
0: push no, Russ? No, that's well, what it sounds like, I think they're they're bringing him in. If Russ stinks, Stidham goes in, I think Russ doesn't. Or again. if Russ gets hurt, I mean, he got banged right. up a bunch last sure, year. Sure, but you could you paid Pay Teddy. To do that. I mean, last year they brought in Josh Johnson, and they had Rippon. I mean, there's a lot of guys that would not cost you $5 million to do that. And in indicates case to me, too, they are never, ever with Sean Payne going to take a quarterback high in the first round. Them days are, are toast. He's into reclamation projects, and here we go. Oh, I don't
1: know about that last part. Never. I, it's done. I, I, I just don't know never enough to say, say. Never. I just don't know what to say. To, it. To, 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 just don't just use kind like hack. that. But but I am with uh, Dmac, in this respect, I hate it. I, <laughs> Why do you hate it? Uh, Jared Stidham has attempted seventy-seven career passes. Oh yeah, more uh, uh, completion percentage in the fifties. More interceptions than touchdowns. He's, Six to seven. He's yep. never won a game that he started. And so I, I just, started too. I just don't have. I just don't have enough to draw. <laughs> That's from. wild. I just don't have enough to draw. Oh, from. Five million a year. I'm really curious oh, what hell, they yeah. say. <laughs> what they say when they when they address the media, like, why? Because if you're hitting him at the top of the tampering period, he's like your aim. Oh, yeah. And I'm just really curious. I'm not saying it's. And,
0: and don't forget, Stidham would have choices too, right? Like, Stidham could have, you know, said, I don't want to go there, I'm never going to play.
1: Why would Stidham go to a place that he thinks he has no chance to play? I'll tell you who I would have liked uh, as a backup, and, and people will laugh, and I, I, get, I get why. Um,
3: don't do it. Don't say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. And say
1: it with your chest. Say it. I would have brought back Drew Locke. Oh. I would yeah, have but why would they deal him? He's, his contract's up. He's not a free agent. Oh, he's going into year four. four. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Okay, my bad. No, but Stidham's, Stidham's uh, four. He's going into year five. Okay, so that's why he's available.
0: Stidham was drafted in 19. 19. So 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, he's done. So yeah. he's a free agent. I'm yeah, not into right. Drew Locke. Yeah, Locke's, Locke is twenty. That's right,
1: that's right. He's under contract for one more year. But 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 it's not just about Drew. It's not just about Drew. Gardner Minshew, Taylor Heineken, oh, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. keep I going. think all those guys. Keep going, dude. Joe Flacco, I keep mean going. Andy Dalton. I yeah, mean, keep going. They're they're all out there. I just don't know. And a what lot it is cheaper. About Jarrett Stidham that made him uh the target um rec- Reclamation Project, Sean Payton, look at
0: look at he resurrected Drew Brees' career, correct? He saved Jameis Winston. I think he, what was Teddy with uh, him? 5-0? and 5-0? Yeah, and o. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is, hey man, this is what we like about Sean Payton. He's got confidence slash arrogance. He's Slim Shawnee, baby. He doesn't need those first round guys. He's Sean Payton. That's what you gotta love about Sean Payton. That's the biggest difference between Sean Payton and most of the coaches out there. It's fantastic. Well, I mean, go no, back to the bench.
1: But, but I agree with you too, by the way. I, I, I'm, I'm laughing at it. Because I'm just La- laughing at it. I, 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 you're paying him as many millions of dollars as he's thrown career touchdowns. I, like a million per. It's crazy. Type, I, I don't get it. But this, well, no, is, hold on. Do you not really get it or, or are you saying you don't like it? I, I don't like it and I don't get it. You don't see what he's trying, possibly trying to do? You're saying the, the reclamation project? Yeah. I, I mean, maybe, maybe. I just wanted, look, if, if Russell can still play, if Russell can still play. Yeah. He might miss time. Say the Broncos are seven and five going into you know week whatever it is, yeah, 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 and Russell has to miss time like he's missed each of the last two years. Right. You trust Jared Stidham to go out there and play three games, not more than I would trust the, all the quarterbacks that I just named. You no, know, it might be about can Jared Stidham be your quarterback for the next ten years? D Mac, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's ridiculous too. But how can That's I not say?
0: I got Stop it. I got it. I got you. It's insane. Well, look at me. Of course, I'm the captain now. You know I think it's insane. I've got the receipts now how, how insane I think it is, but it's insane. We're off and running, baby. All right. What a day, what a day, what a day. Can't wait to get through it with you coming up next. Win more games, Cub Scout.